Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up and welcome back. Thank you for joining me. We've got episode 48 for you today. Before I get into that, I just want to say Happy New Year. I can't believe it's 2023 already. This is crazy. 2022 went by in a blink of an eye. Hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you uh, are enjoying the new year and uh, I hope that 2023 brings lots of good stuff for you. So I'm going to get into it today. Um, I want to talk about something that has has come up actually with several clients this week and uh, it's it's the thing, it, it's, it's helping you understand a little bit how your brain works. And when we understand how our brain works, we can remove some of the self-judgment that comes from it. And uh, we can look at some of the things that we do, some of the things that we think are just us with a little more objectivity. And we can more become the observer of that stuff. Have you ever found yourself wondering why you do the things you do? You ever found yourself like just reacting off instinct and doing things that maybe you don't want to do, but not really understanding where that reaction is coming from? You you ever like try to make a new habit and you struggle because you just keep reverting back to the old thing? Well, me too. I've done all of those things and it's something that I've worked hard on to change. I said hard on. Um... (laughs) We're not starting well, but if you don't like my humor, then uh, you probably won't last that long uh, on these episodes. But I was watching The Matrix last night, and great movie, stands the test of time, um, and it's where today's title comes from. Because in that movie, once Neo is is pulled from the Matrix and he's on the ship and they're downloading things into his brain and some of the other characters get stuff downloaded into their brain too. Like, oh, just download in there like how to do jujitsu or whatever. And it reminded me that that's how our brains do actually work. It just doesn't, we don't get things downloaded into our brain like that. And it doesn't happen that quickly. But our brain wants to act on reaction because that requires less brain energy. So what's, what's happened your whole life is that unknowingly, especially in the beginning of our lives, things got downloaded into our brain, you know, uh, from directly and indirectly from our parents, um, from our experiences from our traumatic events from our you know significant life events good and bad all of that downloads things into our brain and even from just things that we do over and over and over and some of it is like our coping mechanisms but a lot of it is like what we observe too a lot of it gets downloaded from our environment from you know our family our friends and who we just happen to be around when we're young and then what happens is when we get older, we start to notice that like, gosh, like, I don't like this. I don't like the way I react. I don't like the way that I I respond to this. And maybe like when we get triggered, we behave in a certain way that feels very out of character. And then we become self-critical. Like we criticize ourselves. 
But all that's happening is that a pre-existing program is taking over. A very well-worn neural pathway is, is being fired by our brain. And I'll give you an example. So uh, I was in a really bad car accident when I was 16. It's a rollover accident. I was very lucky. Uh, I was with a bunch of friends. Very lucky that we live. They they told us, like, you you guys are lucky to be alive. Anybody else, like, any other time we've seen this type of car accident, um, people have died. And so for years after that, whenever somebody would, like, cut me off or uh, maybe not cut me off, but, like, put, do anything that I perceived as dangerous right in front of me, I would have this unconscious reaction. Like, I would... I would be like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, slam on the brakes. And, like, inside of me would get all tense and flustered up. Well, that was just a program that my brain learned from a very traumatic event. Like a very scary event. So it stands out very well in my mind. Um, another example would be uh, I was very, very hard on myself as a kid and growing up and really till about 12 years ago. Super self-critical, super hard on myself, self-proclaimed perfectionist, uh, all the things. And just like I had this incessant voice just beating myself up. Um, that did not come from me. That was a program that I downloaded somewhere um, in my childhood. You know, I think that came from my parents. Whether they meant to do I know they didn't mean to do it, um, but that didn't come from me. I didn't, I wasn't born somebody who beats themselves up and is really nasty and mean to themselves. And I didn't one day decide, I think I'm just going to start berating the shit out of myself as a means to achieve and to make myself, to push myself. And so whenever I would make a mistake, my natural reaction would be to beat myself up. And I know a lot of people have that natural instinct. And this is a better example than the car accident one, because that's one traumatic event. But both can happen. But more often than not, it happens like how I learned how to beat myself up, like how I adopted that. And then what happens is we start to notice that we're doing that, and we don't like it. And we judge the shit out of ourselves. We think that, oh, like, we, we start to practice maybe, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's hard because it's so ingrained in us. It's such a, a well-used program in our brain's download that we then think that there's something wrong with us. And we shame ourselves and we blame ourselves and, and we make ourselves wrong. When in reality, it's just a program. And that makes it really hard to change. And it makes us very uh, reactionary because under stress, we will just do that thing without even thinking about it before we even realize that we're doing it. And so... I've noticed when I help people try to make changes to their thinking, their thinking habits, or their feeling habits, which 
those are habits that are hard to change because we do that stuff without realizing it. But it's really important work that when we revert back to that behavior, instead of looking at it as something that's very hardwired into us and is going to take a little bit of work and a little bit of effort to, um, to change, we look at it as a flaw and a, and a sign that, that we're a fucked up human being and we're flawed beyond other people. When that really isn't the case. We're a collection of, the, of downloads that we've downloaded into our brain. Because if you, and I'll say this at the end, but also now, like, if you listen to my uh, free training on my website, how to, um, how to change any habit, you'll learn that to change a habit, it requires a lot of energy from your brain. So your brain doesn't actually want to consciously think about things. It's trying to act as efficiently as possible. That's why we have habits that we do without thinking. You don't think about how to brush your teeth or how to buckle your seatbelt or how to put your underwear on. You think about or you don't think about those things. You don't even realize that you're doing them. That's efficiency from your brain. So your brain has all these programs downloaded that just, oh, this happens this, this happens this. So when you're trying to change what you're doing, you have to actively consciously think about it. And that's where this idea of making sure that we look at it as, as programming comes in. So my client that I was talking to today is trying to stop doing things out of fear, like stop making decisions out of fear and stop worrying what other people think and get out of the self-judgment. And so she's finding herself that like those things are so deeply ingrained that it takes a lot of concentration. And we were talking about how, yeah, your judgment and your perfectionism was downloaded into your brain by a very, very critical mom. Very, very critical mom. The idea of perfection was something you needed to strive for. And if you didn't, you heard about it. And so that's just a, that's just a program that was downloaded from the matrix, if you will, into my client's head. And then you go about your life and you don't even realize that you're doing that stuff. So, and then we blame ourselves. Like we get mad at ourselves for doing that or we judge ourselves. And I know I'm repeating myself, but I just want to make that point clear. So the analogy, we're going to use multiple analogies here. The analogy that I used with her is like, do you remember back in the day when, when Apple downloaded that, that U2 album on every Apple device? And no, everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to listen to you two. Well, we didn't blame the device. Like if you had an iPod or an iPhone or whatever, you weren't like this fucking stupid eye, this stupid iPod, this stupid iPhone. Like what the fuck is wrong with it? No, it, 
simply like something that you didn't like got downloaded onto it without your permission. It's the same thing with like your self-criticism, your self-judgment, you're beating yourself up, you know, your people pleasing, like stuff like that. Those are programs that were downloaded into our brain without our consent. And so it's kind of like, you know, you too, equally as annoying, if not, if not more, maybe slightly. That's, that was pretty annoying. But instead of, you know, beating up the iPod and getting mad at uh, the, the iPod and, and thinking the iPod is broken and iPod is wrong, like, it doesn't really matter. We just need to know, like, okay, so how do I practice undownloading this? And that's where my client came up with the analogy of, like, choosing the red pill every day. It's really easy to just choose the blue pill and to continue to do what you've always done. Really easy. Because you don't have to think about it. You can kind of be happy and, and ignorant, so to speak. And you just get to keep doing what you're doing. And at least it's predictable and yada yada. But when you actually are fed the fuck up with how you're doing things and you want to change, you have to practice reacting, or I'm sorry, responding versus reacting. And that takes choosing that red pill, which simply means I am going to actively choose to to start to practice a new program for my brain. And to do that, you have to do a couple of things. You have to slow down. You have to slow down so you can be conscious and you can be aware of what the fuck you're actually doing and why you're doing it. Like, do I actually want to eat this thing or drink this alcohol or do this behavior or whatever it is? Or am I just reacting off of impulse, off of that pre-downloaded program? And so you slow down, you breathe, you choose to respond and not react. And it takes conscious choice. It takes awareness. It takes intention. And it takes repetition. That's the difference uh, when it comes to downloading stuff. It's not an instant download. We want it to be. We think that, you know, we take the red pill once and then now we're going to do things a different way because we've decided. Well, that's not how our brain works. Our brain already has a way of doing things and that's easier. And so for us to get new ways of doing things and get those some of those old downloads out, we have to consistently over time practice downloading new behaviors and new habits and new ways of being into our brain. But when we start to look at it as downloads into our brain that we can we can download new stuff, it takes the it's not as personal. Because you can 100% rewire your brain for almost anything. And that's one of the things that I have really done on myself is just 
I have decided new programs that I want. Like I I don't want to beat myself up anymore. I want to have, you know, neutral to positive self-talk. And I want to speak truth to myself, not exaggerated like gloom and doom. That's really what it is. I want to be able to speak truth to myself. I just decided that was how I wanted to be. And I just continue to practice, 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 practice. I don't care how long it takes. And pretty soon you realize like, wow, I'm here. So I try to look at it as just programs that I want to download versus like, oh, like I'm so negative. Like I, I can't believe I do things this way, yada, yada, yada. That's not helpful. So by my client saying, choose the red pill every day, it's like consciously choosing to live intentionally and make choices that are in alignment with your highest self and what you actually want. Not choices out of fear or out of worry what other people will think or you know, this idea of perfectionism or people-pleasing or whatever. Like, those are reactions. Those are not conscious choices. And so she says, you know, every day I want to choose to take the red pill as much as I can. And some days you're like, fuck it, I'm tired, I'm burned out, I want to take the blue pill today. And that's fine as long as it's a conscious choice. Like if you're saying like, I'm, I'm, I have too much going on. I really genuinely don't want to do this today. I'm going to get back to it tomorrow. Beautiful. Wonderful. Speak truth to yourself. Don't lie to yourself and say, oh, like I can't do this because whatever, whatever. Understand you're a human being and you're going to choose things that aren't they're good for you because either you simply want to or they're enjoyable. You know? Like, why do we drink alcohol? Because we enjoy it. Some of some people, some people do it. There's multiple reasons, but one of them, we choose to do it, as the point is, we choose to do it knowing that it's not good for us. That's okay. <laughs> There's lots of things that are enjoyable that aren't really the best for us. Cool. That's okay. Part of being human is having conscious choice and saying, you know, I want to do this. Yes, I know it's not the best for me, but I am choosing it, not I am doing it out of reaction. You know, when I choose to eat a bunch of junk food, I try to make that a choice that I've consciously chosen. And so the idea of taking the red pill every day is one where you slow down because when you're all sped up and you're all stressed out and you're all in a tizzy on the inside, that is when you start to make choices on the outside that are just very reactionary because everything moves faster. And so all of this is predicated on you want to take the red pill every day. What you really want to do is make sure that you slow down inside. You can't slow down outside if everything around you is moving fast and you have a lot of shit going on. You need to be able to breathe. Slow down. What am I doing and why? Why do I want to do this? 
not why do I want to do this, but is this what I really want to do? Am I choosing my responses or am I reacting? And when you choose to respond, when you pause, the power is in the pause. Now you are making conscious choices in your life. So many people are operating on autopilot that you're not even meeting the real them. You're just meeting all their pre-programmed shit. So if we start to remove the judgment of self from all of these little habits and patterns that have been downloaded into our brain, it makes it easy, easier to start practicing something different. And practicing that something different is taking the red pill is deciding to open your eyes and become awake to what the fuck you're doing. Because as we go down this road of being busier and busier and having more stimulation and more stimulation, our eyes are not open to what we are doing. We're operating strictly on autopilot. I was on autopilot for a lot of years, and it led me to be unhappy and miserable and depressed and anxious and just operating on these unconscious patterns. And that's blue pill living in this analogy. And it seems easier to do that. It's only easier on the front end. It's easier in the moment. On the back end, it leads to something that is much harder than choosing how you want to respond and noticing your patterns and actively doing something different. That does take work. But if you don't do that, on the back end, you will realize that you have lived a life that wasn't your choosing. And who the fuck wants that? So just like my client is, practice choosing the red pill. Slow down. Breathe deep. Sit with your discomfort. Practice being in your body. Practice getting off of autopilot so that you don't have to get to that end of your life and realize, like, I didn't choose this. It's scary in some cases because you have to stop making decisions for other people and you have to realize, like, is this what I really want? That might make some other people uncomfortable, but guess what? That's not your fucking problem. You can do it in a kind way. And if you want to learn more about how the brain makes a habit, go to my website and download the the behavior change, the neuroscience of behavior change um, free download. And it'll explain to you a little bit more like how your brain assimilates and makes new habits into, um, into things that we automatically do. But until then, and if you, and if you, in addition to that, start looking at the things that you're doing unconsciously that you don't like or that you'd like to change as just a program that needs to be, it's an outdated program that you didn't choose. 
It's a U2 album on your iPod, and nobody fucking likes U2. Come at me if that's... Let me know if that's false, but <laughs> pretty sure it's true. And it just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of conscious effort to get that U2 off your iPod and get something better. Something that you choose. Which, let's be honest, anything is better than U2. <laughs> but that takes a little bit of practice. It takes a little bit of slowing down. And it takes some self-compassion. Because you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess up when you try to change behaviors because you're going to revert to the old because it's so well, it's so ingrained. So remember that when you're trying to change habits, I know a lot of people are trying to change habits this time of year. Remember that the process of actually mastering new habits requires fucking those habits up. Because it's in fucking up and making mistakes. It's not even fucking up. It's not even a mistake. It's part of the learning process. That's all it is. It's not a fuck up. It's not a mistake. We, it just feels like one. But we have to remind ourselves that's part of the process. So choose to take that red pill every day. Choose to become awake to what you're actually doing. And you'll start to live a life that you are in control of. And a life that you are in control of and you are consciously choosing, regardless of what it is you want, is always better. Thank you very much for joining me. I went on a little longer than usual, but I hope you found that helpful. Um, thank you again for all of the wonderful feedback, all of the people who messaged me and told me they're enjoying these episodes or they found it helpful. Like I super appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys on the next one. Have a wonderful day and here's to a wonderful 2023. Take care.